Hello, and welcome to Visit Atlantic City's podcast series, Atlantic City Voices. I'm Jessica Kasunik, Director of Communications with Visit Atlantic City. And I'm Karina Anthony, Senior Director of Marketing with Visit Atlantic City, and we are your official podcast hosts for Atlantic City Voices. Throughout the monthly series of Atlantic City Voices, we will be interviewing various voices of Atlantic City who are important leaders in our community and destination. For the month of October, we have a very important guest that ensures the production of this show goes off without a hitch. Digital Asset Coordinator Nicholas DiCiocio is with us discussing the process of creating our monthly podcast. Hi, Nick. Welcome to this side of the podcast. Can you tell our listeners a little more about yourself and your role with Visit Atlantic City? Hi, Karina and Jessica. Yeah, so I'm Nicholas DiCiocio. I was born and raised in Lang City. I attended Lang City High School and uh, later on went to college at University of Central Florida, where I obtained my BSBA focused in marketing. And uh, during my studies, I obtained a couple of different internships. Uh, one of the internships I uh, had was at the Orlando Museum of Art, where uh, this was an awesome experience. Um, it really focused on the creative side of marketing, which really influenced my path career-wise. And then once I graduated, due to the timing of COVID, I moved back to Atlantic City and was hired by Meet AC. My role in the organization later on changed and shifted throughout my career uh, based on how I was first hired and uh, changed to more of a creative side of marketing, which really fits my background. Um, some of the things I do in my position is uh, photograph the conventions and sporting events, edit the information on our website, organize our CSM and CRM, uh, keep our DAM up to date, work on small graphic design projects, and really just help out wherever I can. That's where you see the other duties as assigned on your job description. <laughs> That's right. Nick helps wherever he can in the marketing role. Yes, and you are a tremendous asset to our team, so thank you. Thank you. Our podcast, Atlantic City Voices, launched in January of 2022. We dove right in with a lot of trial and error, speaking to industry peers who have started their own podcasts and received some best practices to implement. Sure was a lot of trial and error. <laughs> but we're so proud of this podcast as it's another avenue of content for our organization to have insightful and meaningful conversations with various voices and leaders of our community and destination. Each year, we create a monthly content strategy schedule, which helps us stay on track with relevant guests and topics. And Nick has the fun, quote, unquote, <laughs> part of editing each podcast. And sometimes we have a lot of bloopers. Nick, what do you like most about editing our podcast? And what do you like least about the editing process? Yeah, so there's not too many bloopers. Uh, you guys do a great job. Um, but yeah, so I use Adobe Audition to edit the podcast, which has been a learning experience in its own. Um, I never used the software before, so it was a learning curve um, to begin with, but I use the other Adobe products, so Photoshop, Premiere, Illustrator, and InDesign. So when I was told that we were going to start a podcast, I started to pick up the Adobe Audition and uh, went through some tutorials online and started watching some videos to just really figure out the basic functions of the software. And um, it, it really matches up to all the other Adobe products, so um, it really wasn't too hard to pick up in the beginning. Um, the thing I like most about editing the podcast is that I just learned a new system and it really um, helps me on a monthly basis to practice the, the art of using this system and um, to later on use this in different projects and add this to the skills that I have going down the road. But as far as what I least like about using 
um, the software or, or editing these uh, podcasts. I would have to say it depends on the episode. Sometimes the audio isn't that great since we don't have really a studio set up and the guests kind of come in and, and voice in on us. So um, editing their audio is a little tricky sometimes to make it crisp and, and make sure everything sounds great on their end. Yes. Well, you do a terrific job at making us all sound great because we do have a lot of bloopers sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but wow, I mean, I don't think anyone knows really until you dig in onto creating a podcast what the producing and editing of podcasts consists of. So all the different platforms that you need to edit. Yeah. So when we edit the podcast, uh, we go into uh, Riverside, which is our new software. Yeah, actually, at the beginning of this year, we decided to switch um, to a more robust podcast platform. So what are some of the features that help you most during the editing process with Riverside? Yeah, so the main feature that um, this software uses is that it gives us all individual audio files, which is very convenient because, like I said, we don't have really a studio set up. So um, most of the time we have to edit these files individually. It doesn't affect the whole entire file as a whole, which is nice because we can edit each individual audio um, and fix the audio where it is needed. This just makes it really easy to fix the audio and make it less time consuming and streamline the process. And I'm not sure if the listeners know this, but none of us are professionals here. <laughs> no, we're just in one office with our laptops and microphones. So this is our little producing room. <laughs> and, you know, as Nick mentioned, we're all learning along the way. And we hear a lot of people come to us and say, we wish we could start a podcast. We've been thinking about starting a podcast for a year. And all I have to say is just, just do it. Just try because we tried a lot of different things and, you know, you just have to keep doing it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you don't even need to use Audition or any of like, uh, the Adobe products. Like in Riverside, you can actually edit the whole entire thing in there. But this is just my preference since I'm kind of familiar with the process that we already started with. The, the whole entire tool that Riverside gives you, you can kind of just edit everything right there and then just upload it. And it's basically all free if you have a laptop. Now, after you've completed the final edit, you incorporate the transcripts, which are important for us to always include. For our listeners, what are the platforms our podcasts are posted on? Yeah, so once the podcast is finished, uh, I take the file out of Audition and then we put it into Anchor, which is connected to Spotify. And then from there, Spotify uploads our podcast to obviously Spotify. And then um, it takes a file from Spotify and then adds it to Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, and then iHeartRadio. And then after um, these are all uploaded, we go into uh, Spotify and take the embedded code and then add it onto our uh, website and custom code it into the website. Yeah, and then it goes on our website, and then we incorporate a post onto all of our social media channels and tag our different partners and businesses that have been mentioned throughout the podcast. And like I, I always love about this process, we all have a little piece of the pre, post, and production. And there you have it. Those are the secrets. <laughs> It seems like an easy process and it, and it kind of is, I mean, we have it down to where it's like kind of streamlined at this point. In the beginning, we definitely had some hiccups, but um, at this point, it's it's really, it, it's kind of easy and simple in, in the terms of if you kind of go through it a couple of times and you kind of know what you're doing, so. And I'm sure some users that want to start a podcast might not have their own website. So that whole coding process that you talked about, they could just bypass that and share it on their social media channels. Exactly. I mean, social media is huge now. I mean. 
we have our website, which is great. But yeah, if you if you don't have a website, then you just add it onto your social media. And that's basically your own little website, your personal website. So as we wrap up, we're going to switch gears from our usual this or that question and dig deep to find out what is a restaurant that you like to gatekeep? Nick, now our listeners already know our favorite spots that we shared on the August podcast. So now it's your turn. What is your favorite spot that you're willing to share with our listeners? Let me go with Wonder Bar in the summer. Um, this is a great spot because we, we go on the boat, we pull up, we dock, and then we go have like lunch or, or dinner, late night dinner. And um, yeah, that's that's probably my choice because uh, not many people have like the boat and, and yeah. pull up to the dock. So I like that one, especially being on the water. And I feel like their food is very good, but people don't know about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get the the local favorite every single time. That's that's my that's my go to choice. Yeah, um, but I like to gatekeep that one because in the summer you can tell it's very busy. It does get really busy in the yeah. summer, and that that's a you know that's a true local favorite. Yeah, yeah. And now this is the best time because locals are kind of this is the summer <laughs> right now, and the boat's still in. So nice day of fishing, and then go and go to Warner Bar. Now, do they close their outside? Um, yeah, but they keep it open if it's like really nice out. Um, the inside is very nice also with their renovated bar and everything. You heard it here first from an AC native. (laughs) (laughs) Nick, thank you for joining us this month to give listeners the behind the scenes scoop of how we create our podcasts. We hope you enjoyed our conversation and we hope to see you in Atlantic City very soon to experience everything our seaside destination has to offer. Stay up to date on everything that's happening at visitatlanticcity.com. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for next month's podcast to find out who the next Atlantic City voice will be.